that is getting to the core of him and who he is. His voice is kind. And if it's anything but kind, if it's accusing in any way, that is not him. And I think that is baseline is to be able to hear his tender voice, like a father, like a, a good father would patiently teach their children. Hey friends, I'm Ryan Channel, a grateful believer in Jesus Christ, encouraging other women to seek and know God and grow a deeper relationship with Him. Welcome to Wellness and the Word, a podcast helping Christian women create ultimate mental and physical wellness through meditating on God's Word to renew our minds, learning how to apply His truth to our lives, and taking care of our bodies the way He intends us to. My love for Jesus and my passion for wellness as a holistic health coach collide in this podcast that shares the gospel. Gospel literally means good news, friends. Don't we need more of that in today's world? I believe we all have a God-shaped hole in our hearts, and I want to point you to the only one who can fill it. Come join me and be encouraged as we chat about God's love and how to take care of you. Hey friends, welcome to Wellness and the Word. It's Faith Friday and I'm super excited because I have Kristen Fields Chadwick back with me today. She was on the podcast last week sharing her testimony and I'm super pumped to just have her back for Faith Friday to talk about our identity in Christ. So welcome, Kristen. Thank you. Hello. So glad to be back. I know. I'm so happy to have you. So we're just going to jump in because I think this is a really awesome topic, especially as Christians, we talk a lot about finding our identity in Christ. What does finding our identity in Christ actually mean? Mm, That's such a good question. And for me, it was really leaning into, okay, who am I? Who has he created me to be? And if if you haven't listened to the other episode, um, I share a lot of my testimony and there was a really pivotal time in my life where I really was asking, okay, God, who, who am I? And who are you? I don't know who you are. And I actually wrote down in a journal, the very beginning of that process, um, felt like very clear in my heart that I heard the more you understand who I am, is the more you're going to understand who you are, Kristen. And that was such a grounding place for me because then I was like, okay, well then I'm really hungry (laughs) for discovering who you are. And maybe it's not the God that I think that you are and being open to that. And this quote that I found that is, um, simply profound. It it says by Thomas Merton, there's only one problem on which all my existence, my peace and my happiness depend to discover myself in discovering God. If I find him, I will find myself. And if I find my true self, I will find him. And that in itself is, it just sums up kind of my journey and I it continues to be my journey. I, I have definitely not arrived. <laughs> um, it is a process. It is a journey. Um, and what was sweet and kind in that was God really wanted to show me places where I had put labels on him that may not have been true. And 
one thing that I share in a course that I do was a moment that my mom did a little exercise with me where I was sitting in the car with her. We were on a road trip to Florida and she was like, Kristen, if you picture yourself in the parable where Jesus is around the children and all of his disciples are like, whoa, 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 like we need to get the children out of here. And Jesus was like, no way, bring them, bring them. And she said, if you could close your eyes and picture where you are in the crowd, where would you be? And I honestly was like, oh, I'm, I'm way back in the back of the crowd. Like there's a bunch of people in front of me. I can't really see him. I'm quiet. I'm timid. Um, like certainly he doesn't really want to talk to me. So like all these other children want to be up there <laughs> and it was the huge light bulb of, wow, I don't think I find him approachable. Um, and my mom really was the one that was like, Kristen, why do you think that he was the one that said, let them come? Like I am full of joy and laughter and silly. Like if you've seen the chosen, I was so excited. They did that clip because it, it really portrayed Jesus in such a playful manner. And for me in my twenties, when I was walking through that, um, this little light bulb came on of, Oh, he's actually quite fun to be around <laughs> and not stale, um, and approachable and very funny. And I think from that point on, it really shifted my perspective of God, um, being way more than what I could have imagined. Um, so that's a, that's a little snippet of the identity and really jumping into, okay, who, who is he? And so if I see that Jesus is playful and he takes time for little kiddos and is not interrupted, then that is my identity. And that's what he's calling out in me is to be playful, to be joyful, to um, smile and welcome interruptions. And that's hard, <laughs> but I have to first receive it for myself and believe that I'm not an interruption and I'm not, um, and that I'm worthy to come and sit on his lap mm -hmm. and that I have something to bring and that he craves that relationship with me. Oh, that is all so good. And just like you said, that, that quote that you shared is really true, truly profound because the way it all just works in just this perfect, beautiful circle mm -hmm. that if we know God, we know ourselves. And if we know ourselves, we know God, because I think that's such a big question for every single human is who am I? What am I supposed to do here on this earth? What is my purpose and my meaning? There's so much stake in that, mm -hmm. in that knowing who you are and what your purpose is. Because sometimes when, if you don't know that, or if you don't feel like you have a purpose, it can feel really hopeless and God mm -hmm. can give us that hope. He is the only one who can really truly give us that full hope of yeah. knowing who we are and knowing that no matter what the world says about us, we are his children. And I love that you shared that parable mm. of the little children. And in fact, in Kristen's course, which she, she mentioned, and we're going to talk more about, it's called the heavenly commission. She shares that parable and she had us think about who were we in that 
parable. And I loved that exercise because at first I wanted the first thing I wanted to think was I'm on his lap. But really when I, 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 I took myself back and I thought I'm standing in the front. I was like the, an observer in the front. Mm-hmm. It was just really interesting. I just love how you talk about how he is approachable. And I know now that I think of Jesus as that approachable dad, like mm-hmm. happy to see his kids running to him. And before I didn't ever really think of him as that human being that he was here on this earth or that dad that he really is to us, who God is to us. So I just think it's really interesting when we think about the perception and the labels, like you talked about that we put on God or the way that we think about God when really he's just like we talked about last week, he's our big dad. He's our, Mm -hmm. our father and he is so tender and he wants that intimate relationship with us. So I love it. So it's identity is really about who am I and who is Jesus and having those two things collide. Right. So awesome. And, and he is very specific too. Mm-hmm. Um, it says in Psalm 139 that he thinks about us more than there are grains of sand on all of the beaches. That's a lot. He has a <laughs> lot of thoughts. <laughs> so how cool is it that we can approach Jesus? We can po- approach the Holy Spirit, the Father, and say, what do you think about me? Mm-hmm. And um, how beautiful that it can be so specific for you. It's going to be different for you, your identity in him. And it's going to be so specific for me. And I love that he has this little, um, there's a verse I cannot remember right off the top of my head, but we are hidden in him Mm. and how cool that is that it's like a treasure hunt and we get to, um, search and have joy in the mystery and the discovery and, Um, and so I would love, I would love to share kind of a little nugget of the course and also, um, my own personal identity story, because I think it's really important, especially if you have grown up in the church and you have heard my identity is in Christ, my identity is in Christ and that there is something personal for each individual person in the body. And, um, for me, what happened was if you uh, referring back to the, um, Tuesday's (laughs) podcast, um, I shared about going to this retreat. And one of the things that he did there was, uh, Kristen, I'm going to blow your socks off because you, (laughs) you needed a little kick in the pants to believe me that I'm real. (laughs) Um, so one morning, or evening, I cannot remember which session it was, but the lady that was speaking, she said, and I don't know why this, this stuck out other than it was totally God being like, I need you to pay attention. (laughs) Um, she said, be aware of the things in your life that you really don't like that you almost have like a against. And I, for whatever reason, the first thing that popped into my head was a peacock, (laughs) uh, because in that season of my life, we were going to the zoo all the time and there were peacocks there that would have, um, free roam and they were just annoying. They would like chase after our kids. And, um, so anyway, so I wrote peacock in my journal. So then 
we get sent off to go work on um, creating our journals and um, like doing decoupage and stuff. So there's like scrapbook paper everywhere on this table. And I go to sit down at the table and there's a little peacock thing. And I was like, oh, that's funny. And so I like tuck it in my journal and keep moving on. Um, then they hand out a prayer, like a written out prayer. And on the background is a peacock. And I was like, okay, now this is kind of weird. <laughs> and I was like, why? That is really interesting. So then um, I know you guys can't see it on the podcast, but I was going to show Ryan. So this is the peacock okay, uh, yeah. card. And then, so we go to um, the last big night and um, they're handing out these precious like um, worship prayer scarves and they pick out, you know, 30 scarves that are all the same for everyone. And it's a, it's a big, sweet moment in the retreat. And sh- the lady stops and she was like, I actually think there's one person who's not supposed to get the scarf. Like there's like a different something, but I'm not exactly sure what it is. And then this other lady who's attending jumps up and she was like, Oh, I'll be right back. (laughs) She like runs to her room, gets something out of her suitcase, runs back and she's holding a peacock scarf. And I immediately like, I'm shaking, like, wait, I, that is mine. (laughs) (laughs) And so, but what was so beautiful was like, a, it was so obvious of like, okay, that, that is for me. And when I was working on my identity of, okay, I'm a peacock. And, um, for me, because of where I was at and working out, um, as you heard in my story, I wanted to be hidden. I wanted to be behind the scenes. I don't want to fluff my feathers and, you know, like how peacocks do and they spread their feathers and like, woo, look at me, look at me. That was totally not my identity of who I thought I was until it was so obvious of Kristen, you are my peacock. You are meant to be seen. I want you to show your beauty. I want you to show your colors. And so for, I mean, it's still a moving thing for me to say out loud, like I am his peacock. No, that is not scriptural. It is not like in the scripture, but it is for me. (laughs) And he does that. He gives us these beautiful, simple nuggets of like, yes, this is who I've created you to be. And I just so long for men and women to discover those beautiful things. I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't hear so clearly, like I am his peacock and it's given me boldness. It's given me courage where I wouldn't have had that before. So I love talking about identity. (laughs) I love that story. It's so awesome. And it's just so funny because you're like things. I don't like peacocks random, right. (laughs) For that to come to your mind. And then those just God is so cool when he can, he makes those things happen and he will, especially when we're, we're aware Mm -hmm. of it, we allow ourselves to be aware. And I just love that symbolism of like, you're trying to hide, you know, trying to sink down in the corner and it's, and he's like, no, I have, I have a mission for you in Mm -hmm. this world. And that's to go share about me. And you can't be 
hidden and quiet. You have to mm-hmm. be bold. Oh my gosh. That is just the coolest. I love it so much. <laughs> it totally built my faith that. every time I share it too. Cause I'm like, wow. Okay. Like, and it makes me want to pay attention. Like what else are you sharing? Mm-hmm. And like I said, there's so many grains of sand, so many thoughts that he's thinking about us all day long. And, um, like we just got to tune in. Yeah. And that makes me think of the busyness of the world today and how busy we all are and that we kind of glorify busyness a lot. And if we're so busy, we can't really hear from God or see Mm -hmm. those signs, those nuggets, because sometimes they're very subtle and that's so important. I think that's why it's important to get quiet time with God alone, because sometimes he'll speak to you you know, out loud like that in the public places or through those big signs. But sometimes it's just that, that subtleness that he has. And we have to really be in tune to hear him because he's going to speak to us. Like you said, all of us in different ways. And again, it might be sometimes in that public way. It might be in that private, quiet way. Mm -hmm. So make sure you're not too busy to hear from God. I love that message. Mm-hmm. So much. Yeah. I was like clapping when you were over here sharing that story and the way you connected it of like, you know, back with that, with the parable story. So cool. I just love, yeah. It. love it. Yeah. Hey, Holy spirit. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, yes. And that, those are the moments where I'm like, how could you not believe, you know what I mean? How no. could you not at, at when those things come up? It's just, it's the best. <laughs> I know one day I'm going to write a book and it's going to be like, you can't make this <laughs> because that's seriously like, it feels like our life over and over again is like, you cannot make this up. Mm-hmm. You cannot connect all of these things and be like, oh, that was totally a coincidence. Right. right. Yes. So yeah. yeah, I love it. I love it. So we talked last week in your testimony about knowing God and not just about, not just knowing about God, but knowing God. And we've already talked a little bit about the heavenly commission, which is your course. And I've been so blessed by it. It's absolutely incredible. I just love it. So Mm -hmm. fun. I love the exercises, that visualization. I've been connecting way more with just like that, that visual of Jesus, just like touching my face or putting his hand on my shoulder. It's just such a Mm -hmm. beautiful picture. So, and, and back to the quote and back to just our identity piece, it's, all about learning who God is and in turn learning who we are that and unending circle. So can you talk more about how we can do that? Yeah. On a practical level. Mm-hmm. Well, what I have found is that I've taught this course multiple times in person with teenagers online. And what I have found is baseline. We have to know, like going back to that, we have to know who he is. And one of the exercises I like to take people through is, um, a revelation that I had about how, um, how he speaks, how he, who he is. And I was reading first Corinthians 13, um, way back when I was really digging into knowing him, knowing myself, um, And he was like, Kristen, pay attention because when it says love is, it's actually, I am patient and it was him speaking. So for me, even this is a great exercise to just do. It's a simple 
one, um, you can just sit and go through first Corinthians 13. It's Valentine's day on Sunday. So perfect time. it'll be a great time to do it and just reading through. And even just now, like, as I read, God is love and like closing your eyes. And where do you feel that in your body? As I say that, like, God is love. God is patient. God is kind and, and picturing what that kindness looks like. God is not jealous or rude or prideful. God is not demanding. Like somebody needs to hear that. He is not demanding. Yes. Um, he is not irritated by you. He does not keep a record of what we do wrong. He does not point his finger at you. He does not like injustice. God rejoices when truth wins. God never gives up. God never loses faith in you. And God always has hope. And God endures through all things. So even just going through in your Bible, or you can just rewind that and just keep listening to it. Um, that is getting to the core of him and who he is. His voice is kind. And if it's anything but kind, if it's accusing in any way, that is not him. Um, and I think that is baseline is to be able to hear his tender voice, like a father, like a, a good father, um, would patiently teach their children or patiently call out the gold within them. Um, he's already created you to be who he's created you to be. And he's just calling it out of you. I love that. So it's not like the chicken or the egg, which one comes first. Like when I think back to that quote, it's, we really have to know who he is first to know who we are. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the beginning is getting into his word so you can know who he is and just connecting with him, talking with him. I love to remind people that we get to talk to him anytime, anywhere. Mm -hmm. And so knowing who he is, that's the first thing. And I, I just want to say, I love how you said he's not demanding. And you said, as someone needs to hear that, yes, <laughs> yeah. because that's the beauty. And I, I think, I think we talked about this last time, or I talked about it with somebody else is that God won't force himself on us. We get to choose whether we follow him and we get to choose whether we are going to be obedient to him because he is not demanding and he is a gentleman and we have free will and that's what he gave us. And I mean, that's why the world is in chaos, but that is his gift to us was that we get to choose. Mm -hmm. And that is, to me, that's a beautiful gift. And he could, yes, he can, he can do anything he wants and he has all of the power and he is all knowing, but at the end of the day, he is just waiting for you to come to him, to turn mm -hmm. around and he will, he'll give you all of those signs and wonders. But at, at the mm -hmm. end of the day, it is your choice to come to him or to not come to him, to make the good decisions or the bad decisions that are going mm -hmm. to turn your life in one way or another. So just a good reminder. Yeah. Yeah. He's so graceful. Mm -hmm. And, and I know like circling back to the beginning where, you know, just picturing him being playful, that really let my guard down. Like there were, there mm -hmm. would be times 
when I was driving and I would picture Jesus doing the dumb and dumber, like running you know, <laughs> what I'm talking about. and I would be like, okay, that's really funny. <laughs> but like, there, there's like these little nuggets where he'll show me, like, I'm not as serious as you think I am. Like, yeah. yes, I am holy, but I am joy and I am laughter and I can dance and I can like, I created all these things yes. and I just love that he has a sense of humor. Mm. And I love that. Um, it's just a, it's a always learning, always discovering him. It's the treasure in the field. Like, yes, I will sell everything to go after who you are. And because when I know who you are, I know whose I am and it just aligns everything. And even in this, this last year, of 2020 and get just getting shaken on the outside. Mm. I'm so thankful that his, his grounding identity was instilled in me in that season way before that season Mm. so that I know, and I knew where I stood, um, that my faith was in him and nothing in my circumstances. And, and that's a big, piece too of identity is most of the identity. I would say like 80% of our identity is not on what we do, but actually who we are and not dependent on our circumstances. It's actually because all because of him Mm. and how cool is that? And the pressure is off, (laughs) you know? Yeah. That's, that's awesome that you brought that up about this. The identity is not in our circumstances. Cause in the course you were sharing that and you talked about the story of Paul, which I just, I, that was one part that really stood out to me. I loved that story. Mm-hmm. So I want to have you share more about the course real quick before I do. I just wanted to say, it's so funny to me that you brought up the treasure in the field story from the Bible, because we literally just read that from our kids, like storybook Bible last night. And I just loved it so much. And this is one of those things where I say, like, this is the way God speaks to us. He, he brought that last night and then today. So those are for me are like God winks of like, Oh, Uh I need to, I need to dig into that story a little more. So I love, I think it's Matthew 13. Yes. I just had to say that. So tell us more about the heavenly commission, what it is, how it came about. Yes. I'd love to. Well, the Heavenly Commission is a online course that's eight weeks. It is self-paced. It will be available till March 31st um, to purchase. So my heart behind it was, I just, like I said, I really long for the church to awaken to who they are. And part of releasing at the new year is because we typically at the beginning of the year, love to set goals and, um, we just go for it. That's how I was. That's, that's how I'm, I'm such a go-getter at January 1st. I'm like, yes, let's do all the things. Um, and how it has worked in the past was just go without considering who God's created me to be, which then creates this whole tension of, wait, I'm going after all of these goals, but I really haven't even checked in with, with, my, um, identity and who I am, who my family is, what our purpose is, what our mission is. And then there's this disconnect. And so that, or it will fall off, you know, like, oh, we did not do that well. (laughs) Um, so 
how I work it is we first focus on identity and then we hit mission and then we do goals. Um, and so often we flip those around where we do goals and then we're like, oh, what's my mission? And then, oh, who am I? <laughs> so that is my heart. I, I so long for the church to know who they are um, and just be solid in that. And the waves are brutal right now, just all around us. It's very turbulent. And I think that anchoring into who we are, who he is, is so much more valuable um, right now in 2021 than, than ever. I think the anchoring in to who you are, to your mission, because um, Isaiah 60 talks about arise and shine for your light has come. And that has been like the verse over this whole course is like, yes, church, rise up and be lights in this world. We don't like, we can't afford to be down and out about the situations going on. Like we are called to rise up. And, um, so that is my, that's my heart behind it is that we can, man, discover that light within us and discover that he is talking to you specifically and, um, and uniquely. So that, that is my course. It's eight weeks. Like I said, once a week, I do a video then you have a chance to work on it throughout the week on your own and trust that he's going to talk to you um, and reveal things that maybe you didn't know. Um, and this course is for any and everyone. I mean, really, if you're a new believer, if you're old timer and you've been in Bible studies for 30 years and this is for you too, um, I've had, I mean, I had one sweet lady who, um, was raised Catholic, walked away from the Lord. And she's in this course and is like mind blowing, watching what the Lord is revealing to her, um, to, you know, and, uh, multiple moms that are like, well, how much time is it going to take? And how cool that they're the ones that are texting me being like, oh, I'm so thankful I did this course because now I know I can really set aside this time and really hear so clearly from him and know who I am. So it's really for everyone and men too. So, yes, it's so good. I really, truly have been so blessed to have it. And I just, I love everything that you said that we really do get it wrong with the goals and the, all that, but there's no depth to them and we don't know why we're doing them. We're doing them because it's, you know, for, to look better or whatever, but I just love that you really get to the heart of things first and, the homework, like the program overall, it doesn't take a lot of your time, but it's so powerful and it goes so in depth and you're just like, no, taking so much notes because <laughs> it's so good. And the homework is really just like heart work, just really mm -hmm. connecting with God and doing the exercises or the journaling. Mm -hmm. I just, I just love it so much. And I love how you talked about Isaiah 60, the rise up. I was just over here, like I'm in church, like, yes. And amen. <laughs> I love it so much. So I will have a link to Kristen's program, the heavenly commission in the show notes. And I just love this conversation. So that's why I wanted to have Kristen on to talk about identity, because that is the, the root of her course. And it's just mm. so, so good. I'm so grateful. 
to have it and to know you and to have had this conversation. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much for letting me share it. Yeah. Anything else you'd like to share? Really just, I do pray, um, that people really get in touch with their identity in the season and mm. uh, what a gift it's such a treasure. It really is. Yeah. So I agree. I agree. Well, thank you so much, Kristen. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Lana send the word. May you be blessed and always be a blessing. Bye. Hey lady, if you loved today's episode or connected with something you heard, it would mean the world to me if you took a quick minute to leave me a review and share this podcast so other women can be encouraged along with us and join our sisterhood. I would also love to connect with you on social media. Find me on Facebook and Instagram under Ryan Channel or Wellness and the Word.